Hi, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Queen's Behaviour. I'm your host, Talia W. DiGiulio, and this is going to be the final episode of this season. It's December 9, 2021, and I cannot believe we are literally only a couple of weeks away from Christmas. <laughs> Where has the time gone? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, I really... I'm so excited to just really dive headfirst into this episode. Um, but I, I do, I do really just want to do a quick recap and just really acknowledge everything that this, this season, you know, season three on QB has really represented. And I know that you guys would remember, but the first episode of this season was the rebirth. And so I find myself here, you know, six odd months later from doing that episode arguably a massive, you know, pivotal point and turning point in my, in my personal life. And yet it really has been, it's really set the tone (laughs) for the following months. It's, it's not like the rebirth, you know, happened and I spoke about it. it. It really has been an ongoing journey this year of just total death, um, in so many ways this real divine sense of purification. And I want to talk more about that with you guys today. And of course, ultimately the end result, the the outcome of, of that is the rebirth. And so this season we've been able to talk about conscious uncoupling, rebirth, you know, the, the sacred feminine, um, most recently discussing about attracting your ideal partner with my beautiful beloved. And I'm really excited and yet in awe, you know, to really close out this season with this beautiful topic, this beautiful experience, this journey um, that I'm going to share with you guys today. It feels incredibly relevant. It feels incredibly timeless and super synchronistic uh, to really end out this year with this. And for me, a pivotal moment of what I know is going to be so much more integrated in my life in these coming years. So with that being said, I'm so grateful that you guys are here. I love you. I hear you. I see you. I'm sending you love. And I want to dive in to this week's episode, sharing with you guys my journey with plant medicine. So (laughs) where does one even begin? (laughs) Where does one even begin to talk about what is plant medicine? Why? Is it something that, you know, now more than ever, particularly in 2021, is becoming such a such a, um, a, a topic of discussion, but rather remove the surface of discussion, a real uh, integration that people are diving into more and more and more. I want to talk about the myths a lot around plant medicine, and I actually want to speak with you guys about my journey around why I can recognize now um, that I even resisted this 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 beautiful modality um, that we all have access to for a little bit of my life here. I, I have found myself these last couple of days really asking myself, why? Why has it really only been this year, you know, at 30 years of age that I really am only now diving into the beautiful world of mama plant medicine? And uh, I can really understand it now on a deep level, and I want to share that with you guys today. So I want to start off with what is plant medicine, okay? 
Now, like anything that we have grown up in society to know about, i.e. titles, labels, all the things, we're spoken to so much about religion and religious groups. We're spoken so much about, quote-unquote, Western medicine and how that's really, um, you know, helping, and I also say that, (laughs) quote-unquote, with so many uh, diseases, illnesses, and all the things today. We hear about all of these like societal labels, terms, things, and yet the beautiful description to me of plant medicine is the medicine of the earth. She really is, you know, nothing that we don't see and look and touch every day. And yet in my now deepest respect and understanding, it really is a, a, a medicine and, and a modality that is really the most normal, natural, and yet we've just walked so far away today in our society from really deep diving into what plant medicine is really here for and what it can do. And so I want to take you guys on the journey. For many of you, you may be listening to this episode and you may be thinking like, I don't even know what plant medicine is, Tal. (laughs) Like I've never heard about it. You know, um, tell me more. Some of you may be like myself and I I humble myself in still very, very early stages of this beautiful, beautiful world of mama medicine, mama plant medicine. And you've heard about it. You've heard others do it. And then some of you may really be listening and you may be in two schools of thought. You may have had a really beautiful experience with it and it's part of your everyday integration, days, months, years, and it's a big part of your life. And some of you may have had a total polar opposite experience. And so the biggest thing I want to share with you guys today is that this is my story, my experience, and everyone's journey and experience is different. And so I want to dive right into it. About three and a half weeks ago, um, my partner and I were in Portugal at the time, and I could arguably say that once I left Bali, which is super interesting because I've lived in Bali these last two years and I've known a lot about the medicines, but I haven't, I didn't have that pull. I didn't have that like, I got to do this, it's time. And I just really want to emphasize why I say that. The realm of plant medicine, she's a sacred one. She really is. And I truly, in my, in, with humility and hand on my heart, I truly do not believe it is for everyone. And if it does call you, <laughs> then you best know that it's a journey of really returning home to yourself. And for those of us that get called to it, I truly believe are here to really elevate the consciousness of what the medicine truly, truly does. And so we left Bali and it was an immediate pull, you guys. Every couple of days at this point, whether it was I was in, you know, Turkey, we did Greece, we did Italy, somehow along the way I'd go on my phone and it was just everywhere, every single post I was reading. And I arrived in Portugal literally within day two of being there and I said to my partner, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to to go and not, oh, we wake up and we do yoga for an hour in the grass, you guys. But I meant I saw my physical vessel and my heart and my spirit 
needed to be anchored in the forest, in Pachimama, you know, really, really there with her for days and journey with the medicine. Stillness, quietness, no social media, no digital world, and really go on this journey. And so I'm incredibly proud to have listened to those nudges and said, now is the time. And it actually pushed our time in Portugal a little um, forward. We were going to be there for an extra couple of weeks. Um, and my beloved and I decided to pack our bags and, um, you know, take that wild flight, if you guys know, from Europe over to Mexico and found ourselves in Mexico and now have been here for the last three and a half weeks. And so we had a few days before we went into ceremony. Um, my partner and I booked where we were going and uh, we really, the, the shaman, the facilitation, the way the days were laid out, um, it really spoke to us. And within a few days, we grounded in Mexico and we found ourselves in the forest in Cancun, totally switched off from everything and went on a journey for, for five days. So what was my journey like? What has my journey been like with plant medicine? And even still, as I'm talking to you guys right in this conscious, beautiful moment, my body, my mind, my soul is, is literally still integrating the medicine. So I want to share with you guys what medicines uh, that I did. I want to give you a brief explanation of what they each um, mean and hold in, in, you know, the ancient, ancient lineage of um, our ancestors many, 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 many years ago, you guys, that have been really working with this medicine. And so the four medicines that I chose, as well as my partner to do when we journeyed into, into our retreat, the four medicines that we journeyed with were one that I'm sure is relatively familiar to some of you, and that is the grandmother, the it, the mama of all medicines, ayahuasca. <laughs> uh, so we, we journeyed with ayahuasca. The second medicine that we journeyed with is uh, actually a divine, and they call it the grandfather of the medicines, a divine, divine cactus, um, which is the San Pedro Huachuma. And I'll talk a little bit more about him in a moment. Oh, God, that, that particular medicine was just so beautiful. Uh, the following one was more of an actual uh, purification. It's not a psychedelic or a hallucinogenic. Um, uh, it's, it's more of an actual purge medicine, which is the medicine of Kambo. And Kambo is uh, a medicine that derives from the animal medicine, not necessarily the plant, but the animal medicine of the frog. And... I leave the, the best one to, to last because this particular medicine, my beautiful beloved and I did actually journey with for the first time about five months ago now in Bali. Uh, we only did this one medicine. It was a medicine that you journey for 30 minutes, uh, but I knew I loved it then. And I've held this belief like, oh, I wonder if it was just that one time. <laughs> but um, since then, we've actually done this beautiful medicine twice more. And I can arguably say, you guys, 
everyone, every single person on this planet could truly, truly receive the medicine of what is called Bufo Alvarez, which Bufo is my personal favorite. She's in the enlightened, you know, animal, animal medicine. And she also derives from the frog, but particularly the toad. And so I'll talk more about that in a moment. Now, along the way with these medicines, you guys, we were able to beautifully feel the gift of hape, which is, it's a form of tobacco. We have been able to beautifully journey with all the modalities like cacao. Um, Going into our retreat, we really had to prepare our physical bodies for this. And what that looked like was no alcohol, no meat, uh, not anything that really is processed or um, dead, (laughs) if you will, and have a beautiful, clean diet of, you know, fruits and vegetables, water, all the things. Let me tell you guys, my beloved and I had about a week in Mexico before we journeyed and we just arrived there, particularly in a place called Playa del Carmen. And that was a challenge. That was a challenge for us to not like have any meat, not drink, but it was, it was definitely, definitely the right decision. And so now I've shared with you guys the medicines that, you know, we went on a journey with what, you know, the pre, uh, what it looks like to really prepare your, your physical body. I want to deep dive into the journey. I want to deep dive into ceremony. Oh gosh, and this beautiful, beautiful experience that we had. So many of these different medicines you journey with at different points of the day. The beautiful grandmother of ayahuasca and the grandfather, Wachuma, these medicines typically go and last for anywhere between four to six hours. It's a long time. (laughs) And I'm going to dive more into, you know, why I'm using the word of journey and the experience in these medicines. But this isn't a, and the only way I could break this down for you guys is this, this isn't an experience where an emotion comes up for you, right? And you might be, you know, in your day and fear comes up because there's a certain situation that arrives in you. You know, it might take you an hour, 20 minutes, two hours, whatever it is, but typically you can... We as, you know, as humans, we kind of are able to distract ourselves from moving away from that emotion. And I would say the gift of these medicines, you guys, is you have no choice but to sit and deal and feel and go through everything that arguably I would say as a society, as a human society, We've done a very good job at putting a lid on. We do a very good job at turning a blind eye and suppressing our emotions. And I can say right now that understanding my own journey, this is really what I've respected the most in this last month journey with the medicines. And that is needing to deal with my emotions, actually having to drop in and feel everything that I've gone through. So right now, how many of you relate Take away the, you know, this beautiful discussion today on the episode around plant medicine. How many of you guys relate to the truth that if you were willing to not be so scared about your emotions, your experiences, what you've gone through, how many more of you do you think would find a lot more, it doesn't happen right away, but so much more peace and, and almost a, a new habit in how? how you can empower yourself to really deal with your stuff. 
And I think we've been taught as a human society for so long, you know, arguably for me for 30 years, I've been managing and navigating and understanding life all on my own, right? In my mental state, in whether it's through TV or audio or, you know, the basic ways in which we we grow and we navigate. But what I love so much about the spiritual journey and anchoring into, into mama medicine is that it really helps you create a different perspective and it really helps you get out of the, the conscious uh, realm of just this one realm, which is really this human existence. This, I like to call it, you guys know, the, the matrix of what we know, you know. We've come here to this one realm, this one reality as we know it. And what I've really loved as of late is it's taken me out of that. It's allowed me to zoom out and have a broader lens to, well, shoot, you know. <laughs> I'm no different to that beautiful dog I saw on the street or that butterfly flying around or that different, you know, beautiful human next to me that carries a different role, a different title, a different label, has a totally different life to me. I'm no different to the tree blowing in the wind. And whilst this might sound quite deep to a lot of you guys, this is the beauty at coming home and really remembering who we are. And I truly believe that going on this journey and venturing, as I said, it's not for everyone, but venturing in the space of plant medicine, I think that we would see so much more joy and happiness and um, love in this world, less comparison, less judgment, less depression, less anxiety. And that is something I deeply, deeply, deeply care about for our collective because it's something that I've, I've dealt with for, for many, many, many years. So day one, and as I said, I want to set the tone for you guys. We're, we're out, you know. I'm talking I had no phone on for days, no cell service, no nothing. And there, there was 10 of us that journeyed together, um, including whilst he beautifully doesn't go by this title, but for lack of better words for you guys to understand, the facilitator, the shaman, the, the, the beautiful uh, being that was there to facilitate our, our ceremony. Um, and there was 10 of us in total that journeyed. People had come in from Miami and uh, different parts of the U.S. Um, and then obviously my beloved and I, you know, um, whether it's Australia, Bali, whatever it may have been. And even in that moment, within the first couple of hours of ceremony, we sat around the circle and we shared. We shared our intentions, why we were there, what we were looking to get out of, you know, the medicine and, and these next few days. But most importantly, what I really love about the, the deepest space of spirituality is you start to recognize that there really is like-minded individuals out there like you and, and you're never alone in all of the shit that we go through, you guys. You know, there were women in there sharing all things from their divorce to, you know, um, uh, their journey with their parents, men that were there that felt so dissociated from their masculinity. And, and, and you start to realize that we're never, we're, we're not different and we're all going through relatively the same things. So that in itself was incredibly he healing. And when I say every day we sat in integration and, and sharing in our intentions, we really did do this every day, pre the medicine and post the medicine. 
And so day one, we ventured with the beautiful medicine that is Wachuma. And as I explained to you guys, Wachuma is the grandfather of all the plant medicines. Um, <clears throat> he's a very gentle medicine and he derives from the cactus. And so I don't want to hop on here on my podcast and, and overly share with you guys all of this knowledge and um understanding that that I have. I want to share with you guys, you know, where I'm at in my journey and what I understand most and I'm learning about these medicines. And so I'm in my space right now, you know, researching and learning and they all carry an an energy, right? Um, And all these different medicines, you guys, come from all the beautiful places that are Mexico, Peru, Costa Rica, you know, um, all of these these areas um, that, that the medicine really derives from. And so uh, Wachuma was our our first medicine that we journeyed with. Um, Just to give you guys a a a virtual, uh, (laughs) an understanding of what these medicines look like, Wachuma is a big, thick, green, for lack of better words, looks like a smoothie, (laughs) a big green smoothie. (laughs) And it's thick and it's hard to take. And it absolutely does not taste like a smoothie. It has quite a a, uh, a yucky taste. <laughs> and I just I want to I want to preface: not many of these medicines taste good. These aren't like you know you're concocting it up with you know liqueurs and all these yummy flavors and fruits and all the things. They they taste rather yuck. Um, but you're not there for the taste. You're there to to receive the medicine. And Wachuma spoke to me pretty quickly. Uh, Within an hour, I felt myself softening. I felt myself going into a real gentle state. And on that particular day, my intention was to really let go of everything that wasn't serving me, to let go of any last bit of pain or discomfort or judgment of myself um, that I was still carrying. And my intention was for me to let go of that so it made me a better human to the people that I loved, uh, the the people that loved me, and then how I could continue to just give myself grace and let go of of the pain. And I'd be here for hours if I broke down every hour of every medicine. So in short, um, I caught myself in moments where Mama Universe just absolutely started raining and I just was in total surrender in a a painful way um, to what I was going through. I found myself in moments on Wachuma anchored in the grass. I had a moment with a beautiful sister that was journeying with me um, where we had both gone through very similar journeys in the last couple of years in our relationships, former relationships, and just having a total moment of being held with her and just loving on each other and saying, it's okay. So all these emotions, as I said, you guys, I was going through experiencing, they don't go away in 15 minutes, but I want to drop in and really explain how these medicines get you here. Okay. And for lack of better words, it takes you out of your state of consciousness. It takes you out in that moment of that, that one mindset, that one mind frame that we operate in. 
and it and it and it takes you in different realms. It it really, for lack of better words, in my experience with every medicine, you feel like you're flying. You feel like you're in a sense of um, a different state of consciousness whilst you're moving through all of your things. And and you're there. It's not like you don't know who you are or where you are. You're there. You're incredibly present, but. Your, your mind is elsewhere. And they say for years, you guys, I mean, many, 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 many years, our ancestors have been using these plant medicine modalities as a form of, of healing. This is what our ancestors did, you guys, before we came into this Western medicine world. And they're still doing it today. There are many different tribes that are, that are not sharing their medicines, one in which for those of you that know and hear my accent, obviously I am Australian, you know, you look at the beautiful indigenous community um, in Australia. They're just not quite ready to fully be sharing just yet. There are areas like New Zealand and different parts of the world, but I what what many of us have been grateful um, to come and step into is, you know, these tribes and ancestry lineages of Mexico and Peru and Costa Rica, and they're, they've been willing to share for a while. And um, this is really the space that those of us, you and I, the humans have really stepped into. And I'm incredibly grateful to them for that. I want to preface in this moment by saying that whilst I'm sharing my journey today, what I know to be true is until you're actually having your own experience, you can't fully, fully know the activation of these medicines. And I remember two very, very prevalent podcast episodes that I listened to. I want to give a big shout out to my beautiful, beautiful dear friend and a woman I've had the opportunity to work with, Ruby, as well as uh, the beautiful, uh, not just saying him as an individual, but his, his partner as well, that my beloved and I love, Aubrey and Violana Marcus, who have beautifully spoken so much about their journey with the medicines. And listening to them, I felt, I felt, you know, you live vicariously through their experiences. And now here I am on the other end, having had the, my own experience. And so I, with my hand on my heart, I can only hope that you guys feel the energy today of, of my journey. And if you get the nudge, then what I can say is listen, journal, sit with it, go out in Pachimama, go out in nature and, and ask yourself, is it my time to journey with the medicine? And so in this moment, I want to share what I truly, truly, truly believe um, many of us know about this, but we fear it. We fear what we do not know. I would arguably say that I feared plant medicine for a while. Well, what if I'm never the same? And what if it changes me entirely, not for the good? And I don't know about this. All I've ever known to grow up about is Western medicine and da-da-da-da-da. And the more I resisted it, the more I recognized the fear I had around it, the more I actually understood this is why I need it. Why, why do I hold fear around something that I don't know, but also something that has been available to us for years and years and years and years and years and years? Um, and you guys would remember in season two, I spoke about my health journey, you know, for five years now, um, myself in my physicality, you know, healing myself from my wombs and, and some illnesses that I, that I was um, diagnosed with in my early 20s. 
I made a decision the day that I arrived in LA to get myself off all Western medicines. And still to this day, I stand by that. I got all things like a probiotic in my life. I eat well. I drink well. Um, Not all the time, but I try to do a good job. Uh, But I've really surrendered to never putting a synthetic or a drug, quote unquote, um, in my body again. And arguably that's played a beautiful role in my healing journey and my health journey. And so I would say that's why I had the resistance because I really believed, okay, well, how, how natural are these plant medicines and, you know, what do they do and what can they do for your body? Is it good? Is it bad? And, you know, everything in between. And so if you guys have any resistance to even listening to me right now, but you do feel the pull, it's an energy that you feel that you're like, I need to do this, <laughs> then I want you guys to, to reach out to me, you know, drop a comment on this podcast, reach out to me over my Instagram at Talia W. DeGiulio and share with me, share with me, what is your resistance? Share with me, what is it so far about my journey that's really speaking to you? Um, what do you want to know more about? Because this is something, this particular topic um, it's been really three weeks since I first went into ceremony and I have really understood now it's such a sacred, uh, it has been so sacred to me and has changed me in all the ways in three weeks that um, I'm willing to share, talk to about with anyone. I definitely believe, I definitely believe it deserves the discussion. So Wachuma was beautiful. It was a beautiful journey. I had some really heart-cracking opening moments. I'm sure you guys heard at the beginning of this episode, but my beautiful partner and I, Josh, who you heard in the last episode, um, we actually went into ceremony together. And that may not be for everyone, but for us, we really set an intention where as we go on this individual journey, where is the growth and where is the things that we need to let go of and still work on together as a partnership? Um, and I'm incredibly grateful that we did that because that, that was a journey in itself that I'll share a little bit more on. We went to sleep that night. We, as I said, we had nourishing foods, all the things, and we were waking up the next day to journey with mother ayahuasca, um, and the next medicine of combo. So I want to dive right into the grandmother, the medicine, ayahuasca. Now. I say ayahuasca in that way because uh, when I first heard about ayahuasca, uh, I heard many, many, many different different experiences that that many people had. Uh, many had a real hard time. It she's the one plant medicine that will show you and force you to deal with <laughs> whatever it is that you have been shoving under the rug. And go on that journey. And some, like myself, and I'll share that in a moment, um, can also have a very gentle journey with ayahuasca. So in our ceremony over these four or five days, uh, ayahuasca looked like a journey that happened between 9 p.m. and 3, 3.30 a.m. We journeyed throughout the evening. We were outside. It was darkness. We had everything from just candles, blankets, um, and Mama Nature. We had 10 of us, once again, same as Wachuma, all together, from which also like Wachuma, you you drink. Both Wachuma and ayahuasca is in drinking form. 
Ayahuasca derives from the vine, which is a, a really potent, powerful plant. Um, and uh, the way in which it, you know, is created and made is um, obviously essential and natural to us being able to absorb it. Some different facilitations and tribes add other things to ayahuasca. In my experience, and this was the first time I did it, 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 it seemed like ayahuasca and only ayahuasca. And it was incredibly, incredibly beautiful. It was a very gentle evening for me. Ayahuasca is a uh, 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 hallucinogenic, psychedelic. It really is the medicine that has you going on a journey and seeing things as such. Colors, fractals, um, real beautiful dimensional shapes, forms, sizes, um, really that world, you guys. And it also has you journeying in a, in a deeper state of where it is that you need to go. How that will paint a picture to you is completely individual to your journey. Um, you know, one of the beautiful men that journeyed with us over these few days at the retreat um, really resonated with with the the jaguar and how he has that animalistic uh, jaguar inside of him and how his journey with ayahuasca really brought that to the surface. And so as I'm sharing with you guys right now, I do recognize and understand how it can be really difficult to, to share this medicine in a way for it to be completely understood. Uh, but what I will say is, it really is, particularly ayahuasca, it really is, if committed to the devotion of the work of this medicine, is something I have heard, know, and have experienced to be incredibly, incredibly life-changing. And it's definitely something that I am committed and devoted to doing again and again and again and again and again. I want to dive right into Combo. Arguably, probably the hardest medicine that I dealt with. And so I want to dive right into what combo is. So combo derives from a frog. Um, it is essentially um, uh, a medicine that is, is taken from the frog. I can't necessarily remember where, um, but it is a medicine that you um, apply as such. <laughs> So you go into combo knowing that you're about to have an incredible, lack of better words, you guys, purge in some way. Uh, you sit with with the with the beautiful people that you might be journeying with, and this medicine is applied through an incense stick um, from which gets lit. And it gets placed on your body in, in a few different points, whether it is the back of your spine, your right or left arm, your feet, um, and I'll be actually uploading in the next week a few photos um, from my combo journey. So head over to my Instagram to see that. But it looks like little dots, <laughs> little dots um, that I'm sure to the naked eye, a lot of people would be like, what is on your body? <laughs> and currently right now I have three of those on the top of my spine and I've got five on my lower right, right inside of my, of my leg. And these are applied with an incense stick from which your skin is burnt for no more than five seconds. The top of your skin comes off and essentially from there um, with, the right, with the right modalities, your skin is burnt and the combo, the medicine is applied to your skin. 
Prior to this, you guys, about 10 to 15 minutes prior to applying the medicine on your skin, which feels like fire. For lack of better words, combo is it feels like fire the moment it is applied on your skin. And your body definitely does, a, a it, it heats up incredibly quickly. But 10 to 15 minutes before doing this, you actually have to digest one to two liters of water, which arguably those of you who are listening, you've done combo before, or you've heard friends and family that have done it. Uh, and in our experience would honestly probably be for me, the hardest part, you, you know, you're guzzling so much of this water, even before this medicine was applied on me, I actually already started to feel sick. Um, and, and having so much of that water in my body um, made me feel a certain way. Now, I truly do believe this. I've done combo twice now within uh, three weeks, but I do believe I've done them in two different points. And I do believe we know we've all got chakra points. I do believe that where you place your, um, your combo points is going to work in the areas that you want it. Uh, the back of your spine is necessarily relevant to the throat chakra, your lower right leg or left is relevant to, for women and men, your endocrine, your, your womb area. Um, you've got, you know, my beautiful beloved, uh, the first time did it on his arm, but the second time really went all in. He actually has placed the medicine on his ears and on, the, on, on his lower back, which really deals with the liver and the gut. Um, so all of these different areas that you place are very intentional and specific to where you want to work on. And as I said, you guys, combo is a, it really is a physical conscious uh, purification. It is a physical purge. You're not hallucinating. It's not a hallucinogenic. It's not a psychedelic. Uh, we have done combo now twice in three weeks and it is it is challenging, you guys. It really is. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you're really, you're sitting down in a, hopefully in a comfortable environment. You've got the right people around you to guide you, but you've got a bucket. You've got a bucket next to you and whatever needs to come out of your body, you guys will. And I want to bring up my partner around this just to give you guys somebody else's journey outside of me. But both times, you know, he's really, his body has done a beautiful physical purge. It didn't feel beautiful <laughs> at all, but it really brings out the, the, um, the bio, the, the, the toxins that live in our bodies. And for me, I also had the, the same experience, not as much as him, but uh, on a physical level, you guys, my entire face um, swelled up. My body was warm the entire time. And the purge, quote unquote, looks like anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes. So I'm sure you guys are at this point in the podcast, you're hearing about Carbo and you're thinking, that doesn't sound like fun, Talia. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> And all I can say to that, you guys, is this, I've arguably spent now the last 20 years, you know, 10 years and up, I've always been very conscious with health. And as I started to come into my teenage, adult and now adult years, I've dabbled with all these different things to continue my healing or so I thought were going to help. And the biggest thing I can say about Combo is that it really is such a, you go all in. It's zero to 100, but it is such a natural, not, not, not gentle, but natural and necessary detox for your body. 
And whilst the journey isn't fun, it is a medicine that not only I recommend to everyone, but I really hope as we, as a collective, as we start to build our consciousness more and more and more with these medicines that have supported us for all these years, I hope to see naturopaths clinics, um, you know, really introducing combo um, as something that I truly believe heals in many, many different ways. So Talia, why do you do it? I do it because I'm deeply devoted to to my inner and outer health. And I'm sure for those of you that are listening also, you know, um, may feel the same way. So I've broken down three of these medicines now, and I'm going to say in sum what I, what I got out of, out of the entire experience. But I would like to pause before I share the final medicine and share with you guys two to three days into ceremony what I was really feeling and what had come up for me. These last three weeks alone, I have felt um, whilst traveling, uh, continuing to really build such sacredness, devotion, love, communication, um, seeing the destruction for where it lives at times, um, you know, really building that with my beloved, but also being this last month in an incredible, um, uncomfortable uncertain, um, and one would argue ungrounding time. When you're traveling, you're moving every few days, every week at best. And what that creates is, is a sense of different energies, always different places, different beds, different people, different things. And I've noticed that the medicine has called me at a time where I haven't been in my comfortable house in Bali or my home back in Australia. I've been traveling. <laughs> I've been on the road. <laughs> I, you know, for my familiarity, my tribe, other than a phone call away, I've really done a good job at, at just stepping away from for a hot minute. And I would say I've really thrown myself in the deep end and pushed myself to get as, in, as uncomfortable as possible as I've journeyed with these medicines. What I've noticed with that on day three, now, you know, as I came out of first ceremony and now three weeks out completely, is I did find it incredibly challenging to integrate right away. There was a lot that, that came up that in a form of my ego deaths, in a form of comparison and judgment and pain and all these things that I was holding I find the universe will always show you in an, in an example or an experience or in a moment and mirror it back to you so that you can fully deal with it. <laughs> Dealing and being and journeying with the medicine is one thing. It's the integration, you guys, that follow with this beautiful journey that is plant medicine that is the most important and that is key. And on day three, I really got and heard and listened that I really needed to be a still as possible until the end of the year. I really heard arguably a lot of the depth that maybe I could have found a year ago, three years ago. I've always, and, and this is me being super vulnerable and open with you guys, so thank you. Thank you for letting it be received. I've always distracted myself in some way to fully going as deep as possible and really like figuring out when I dropped out of alignment in this area, in this career, in this relationship, whatever, and then I found something new, and it was it was kind of a pattern that was that I was that I was living by. And the biggest thing I would say 
that has been a catalyst to my success today, whether it's my business, environment, money, abundance, whatever, has always been the willingness to take action. It has been such a catalyst for me and I wouldn't change it for a thing. And like anything, you guys, we can learn, we can learn, we can learn, we can do all the things, but unless we action, you know, things don't necessarily move forward. They don't change. And whilst the polarity, the total polarity of that is this time Talia needed to not action, Talia needed to be, Talia needed to sit, be still, not think, not overthink, not figure it out, not get it right, not make sense of it, not have the experience and dive right onto social media and share it and go back into business. I needed to remove all distractions and do the thing that I truly believe all of us struggle with, right, today, is to do nothing. (laughs) And arguably, three days coming out of that ceremony and even still today, it really is the art of doing nothing, you know, the la dolce fa niente, which means the art of doing nothing. And it's been a real powerful, powerful thing for me. Uh, I don't know if you guys can feel that through my energy, but when I say, when you know things are necessary, this has been necessary. So this is my day three realization. And as you guys can hear, you know, this doesn't just happen when you're going through everyday life, when you're kind of just repeating what you've always done. When you're willing to shift up, be still, whatever, that's one thing. But really going deeper and journeying them with the medicines as a whole, it's a whole nother art. So I'm on day four, the final day of the ceremony. And I knew I woke up with such an exciting feeling (laughs) And I knew, I knew today was the journey of the beautiful medicine that is Bufo. Uh, If you follow my beautiful beloved, um, you will read a recent post that he shared on his journey with Bufo. And as you guys, I, I, I will be sharing this episode the day I come back to the world. I come back to social media. I share, you know, more of this journey. And this, this podcast episode is really an extension of the journey with plant medicine, but I encourage you guys in this moment right now to hop on Google and type in Bufo Alvarez. (laughs) Now, the first time I heard about this medicine, as I said, was six months ago when my partner and I did it in Bali. And I remember receiving the breakdown of, of what Bufo was. And the key word that stood out to me was the enlightened medicine. It really is the medicine, the, the high dimensional medicine um, that really just anchors and cracks you entirely wide open. And I'm going to tell you why I share it like this, because in all three of my experiences as I journey, and I want to share with you guys what that looks like. Bufo is inhaled in smoke form. Uh, again, it is derives from the frog, but particularly the toad and Bufo is um, secreted from its glands of the frog. Gently, beautifully, the frog is not harmed. Um, And I have been fortunate every time to do the true natural form of Bufo, not the synthetic version of it, because there are two different uh, medicines of all medicines. And I just want to preface that you always want to make sure any of the medicines you guys have shared, ayahuasca, wachuma, combo, bufo, uh, whatever they are, you always want to make sure that you are in a trusting space and that you have the right facilitators and people and medicine in front of you. It's super important. 
So Bufo is, you know, extracted from the toad. And when it's your time to take it, the way in which they um, they create, they, they make it up is you inhale it through uh, a pipe and you smoke, you know, you smoke this medicine from which you hold, maybe you inhale and you inhale and you inhale and you hold it for 10 seconds. And immediately, immediately in my experience, my third eye and everything of my body immediately bunkers down and she goes on a journey. And I have done now Bufo three times. Uh, I just came out of Bufo a few days ago from which I'm going to share with you guys the experience uh, of journeying with Josh's family. But I have quite literally experienced my physical body die and everything in which I labeled, identified with, I felt every time with Bufo melt away. And the only way I can explain what I, what I felt and saw was I broke into a million pieces. My physical body of Talia broke into a million pieces and I really became Mama Universe in every single form. I felt her. I felt her destruction. I felt the pain. I felt her joy. I felt her birthing. I felt all of it. And so why do I speak so beautifully about Bufo? Well, I've watched my beloved go on his journey. I've recently experienced so many people. And the one common thing that Bufo has done has allowed people to tap so far into their heart space that all they can hold in that moment is unconditional love. It really is the medicine of love. Love that doesn't derive, you guys, from our human bodies, the way we see it. And I even say this from a place of detachment from your loved ones, your family, your friends. But it is the love of consciousness. It is the love of all things, everything and anything. And so as you guys can hear, he, he, she, it, Bufo (laughs) has quite literally changed my life. And I have come back come back into this 3D world, into and out of the medicine these last few weeks. Getting that we come here as an energy and in love before all these things happen to us and we're going to go and leave as an energy but as an energy of love. Pretty fucking beautiful if you ask me. (laughs) So I want to bring things full circle How is plant medicine going to play a role in my life moving forward? I would say that for the first time in 30 years, I truly get what it means to believe in something, of something, through something outside of myself. I have felt a lot of emotions just in the last seven days alone. It's been a journey, you guys. It's, it's been a constant shedding every hour at this point. My, my vessel, my human body is so, so, so activated on such a cellular level that it, it's been challenging. It's been beautiful. It's been incredibly healing. But I feel such a sense of peace, as I said, that I fully get that this life is so much bigger than me (laughs) and I'm so incredibly held by the gift of 
what it means for us to wake up every day, you guys, and look outside and look up to the sky and see clouds and blue and go to sleep at night and look at the dark sky and see moon and see people and humans and animals and objects. And what I'm getting at is really having gratitude for being human, for living this human existence and having another opportunity at living this earthly existence. What I've really come to understand and arguably has been a bit of my challenge throughout the years is that we've all been here before you guys and you'll be here again. Not as the person that you are right now. You may not even be human. (laughs) But when you journey with these medicines, you really understand that detachment and fear and rules are just these things that we all created. (laughs) And even in the last 48 hours alone, if I could tell you the biggest thing that I have received out of these last three weeks, it's that I get to play again. It's that, yes, I tell in this moment am 30 years old, but I'm also 10 years old. I'm also not just tall, but I'm all the things in which I mirror and see every single day. I'm wild and I'm, you know, soft. I'm bold and I'm scared. I'm all the things. And I've really understood that when we get that, when we get rid of the labels, the titles, we project, we treat others in a way that we wouldn't want to be treated, you start to operate from unconditional love. And I can't wholeheartedly put my hand on my heart and say it's been easy coming out. But every day at this point, I drop further and further and further deeper into, gosh, I am so grateful to live today. Gosh, what what is it that that is going to be gifted me a miracle today? Is it just a simple walk on the beach? What is it? And every day here is a blessing. And I would say this year, I have definitely struggled in moments of finding reason to really play this human, you know, game. (laughs) Let's leave it at that. I've really struggled with that. And I arguably say for many of you that are listening have struggled with that at some point in your life. But these last couple of days, I have felt a sense of purpose again, not in my job title, not in who I am, what I want to do, but purpose of being here, of being human and wanting to live and fully, fully live it until my time is done and I go and I come back again. (laughs) So I guess what I'm saying is my highest value I've always struggled, uh, struggled towards, always worked towards is freedom. And I feel that sense of freedom on a whole new level You know, we talk about inner freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, all these things. But the freedom of truly understanding that life is really a gift and we don't need to take it so seriously, I can honestly say is the biggest thing I have gotten out of my journey with plant medicine these last three weeks. So if you've had the blessing, and I do call it a blessing because 
this topic, the, this modality, this beautiful area of our world, of Pachimama, of earth, that is slowly but surely, you know, becoming a, a discussion. If you have been blessed to listen to this episode today, I know that you haven't listened to this by accident. You see my journey with plant medicine as the title and you've clicked on this and you're listening, then I encourage you to believe that you're already on the journey of going deeper, falling more in love with why you know you're here, why you want to be here, but also the painful journey of recognizing what you need to let go of and what's not serving you. On a personal level, this year has been the biggest year of my life of letting go of and welcoming, dying and recreating, transforming, 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 letting go, shedding, shedding, shedding. It's, I think there's been many moments in these last 10 months I've said to my partner, when is it going to stop? <laughs> Enough now. Uh, like, I'm done. <laughs> but I also know that it's going to be the catalyst and I share it here first of the biggest thing that I'm declaring, that I'm devoted to, and that I really deeply, deeply heard these last three weeks. Some of us go on the journey with plant medicine to do plant medicine, and some of us will go on the journey to do it, be with it, and allow it to be part of a modality in, in your teachings. I'm coming out of these last three weeks really recognizing how much more depth there is to me and what I'm devoted and committed to while I'm here, you know, living Earthside. And from today forward in the coming months and years, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see the expansion and the evolution of who I am and who I know I'm becoming. Because I know as I activate myself, I activate every single one of you guys. And that's what it's about. We're like little balls of magic lighting each other beautifully on fire. And I don't mean on fire, but I mean lighting you up with all of the colors of the rainbow. I get how magical, mystical, beautiful, wonderful I am. And I get how beautiful, magical, mystical, wonderful you are. So I want to close today out with this. I love you. I have so much love in my heart. And if plant medicine speaks to you, if you're interested in the journey, I'm not going to say, go here, do this, go there, whatever. But reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. I'd love to share more about my experience. Some people that I can recommend, both my beloved and I felt incredibly trusting. I want to give a, a beautiful shout out to our beautiful shaman, Freddie. Freddie, if you're listening, we love you. Thank you. Um, Sapo Sayolita, I want to give a shout out to who facilitated us the second time on this side of Mexico and their beautiful team, Brendan, Ma, Shane, Al, Alberto, uh, Marciano and the team. And I want to share with you guys, you know, if you are wanting to reach out or if you want to hear more of my journey, then this is definitely something I want to step more into as Talia in my brand, in who I am, and uh, bring all of this, this together as the months kind of unfold into the new year. So I'll leave you guys with this. I love you. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode. 
I'm sending you guys love from a little island here in Mexico and I'm sure that I will be joining you for season four when I'm back in Bali, mama land, my favorite place in the world. But until then, you are king, you are queen. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever veer away from it. And I will see you next time on Queen's Behavior. I love you guys. Peace.